0: Slayer has never fled from battle.
1: We stay, we die.
0: Until now. She's
1: a god and she's coming for us.
0: Destiny can no longer be outrun. We have to keep moving. Three episodes until the WB series finale. An all new Buffy.
1: <laughs> Welcome to I'll Bring the Marshmallows, also known as If You Got Witch Comes Beat Me. What, you like really to deliver Also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Baby, this is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago, and this week's episode is Season 5, Episode 20, Spiral. We'll be talking about plot, we'll be talking about characters, and we'll be talking about horsies! So, spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, the comics, and probably other shows and movies. We're going to make it through this podcast. I'm not losing anyone! I want not allow it! Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. My name is wow. Kelly, and I'm here, as always, with my wonderful co host, Dacia. Say hello. Hello. Daniel, my other co host, say hello.
0: Whoosh. All of a sudden, a Beat Me Pot is standing right there in front of us, all skinky and blonde, and thinking it's all that just because some bumpy heads kiss its stinky feet. Beat Me does have nice feet, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. We don't say that enough. Uh, but we aren't t- here to talk about feet, because nope. Uh, we're here to talk about. Episode 20 of Season 5 of of The Vampire Slayer, Spiral, which was originally, which was, why do I was, which originally aired? I think I want to jump to the writers. Who cares about when it aired? I mean, I care. Originally aired May 8th, the year 2001, written by Stephen DeKnight. This is the second of five for him. Last one was Blood Ties. The next one will be All The Way. That's the Season 6 Halloween episode. Uh, Yeah, so Stephen Denight, I'm sure I mentioned this uh, during Blood Ties, but yeah, he uh, will go on to write some of the comic for Season 8. Um, and does a, a bunch of Angel episodes, too. So. Uh, directed by James A. Contner. This is 14 of 20 for him. Last was I Was Made to Love You. And next will be Dead Things, which I did not know what episode that was. It is the episode where Katrina uh, comes back and Warren kills her. And then Buffy is framed for the murder. Warren does magic on her to make her think <laughs> she murdered Katrina. And Buffy is so upset about it that she turns herself into the cops, or at least tries to. I wonder if we'll talk about the consequences of killing mortals in this episode. Who? stay tuned. What happened in this episode? Not dead things, because that's not for a long time. Uh, in this episode, we pick up exactly where we left off. Glory has burst through the dorm room. Terra has accidentally, unknowingly, shown Glory that dawn is the key. So, exit pursued by a bear or hell god. We run comically, so comically, run away. From Glory, uh, who is conveniently hit by a truck to slow her down, which leaves Dawn, Buffy, Willow, and Tara able to escape to the fortress that is Xander's apartment. Uh, And we need an exit strategy. Buffy doesn't want to fight. She can't fight. So we got to go. Luckily, Spike has stolen. We assume a Winnebago. Uh, And we're on the road. We're going to go ahead and, and try to, I don't know, head for somewhere. We're going somewhere. No one knows. We are just leaving town. That's the important thing. Unfortunately, uh, the Knights of Byzantium, hey, remember them? They were only, like, five seconds of two episodes earlier, but guess what? They matter, and they're going to be in the show for a long, long time. No, actually, they're all going to be dead by the end of the episode, but they attack the Winnebago in an awesome, awesome fight scene. <laughs> Winnebago is toppled, and then our gang has to, on foot, find the nearest shelter, which, luckily, is just right down the road. You can see it, actually. We crashed within sight of the... Combination gas station, auto shop, motel. I don't know what the hell this thing is, but we hole up there. Oh, by the way, in the Winnebago fight, Giles, grievously injured, got stabbed, wash style, right in the torso, spear through the windshield. Uh, so he's dying. uh The knights are surrounding the building. Willow puts up a fortress, uh, a little barrier spell, so that's holds him off for a minute, but uh, yeah, Giles is dying. Luckily, we have a handy dandy medical intern, Ben, who we can call because we memorized his phone number and he just comes to help Giles. Uh, unfortunately for the gang, they don't know this, but we'll kind of know it as of the next episode. Ben is glory and glory is Ben. And uh, Ben just does just that, transforms into glory. Glory snatches Dawn and it runs away. Buffy doesn't take it well, slumps onto the ground and the episode ends. So, fun facts? Not really. There's not really a whole lot to say about this episode. Both of my things come from Stephen Denied himself. Uh, The Winnebago scene apparently is an homage to the 1939 Western stagecoach, which I have not seen, but I'm assuming people attack a stagecoach and then they have a fight on top of, inside of, outside of it. I'd like to propose a toast.
0: Major?
2: Gatewood? Ringo, yeah, help. Thank you, sir.
1: (laughs) Cool. Uh, The opening, hilarious opening scene that felt like it went on way too long and had way too many dummies, uh, was actually going to be much, much longer and more elaborate. Uh, Stephen Knight said, In the first draft of the outline for Spiral, uh, the opening action scene where Buffy is trying to escape from Glory with Dawn was massive. It was 10 minutes long. It was a 10-minute long escape scene. Buffy gets smacked into a tree 100 feet away. She ends up beating Glory with a sheared-off light post. Uh, it was a big, big action. Joss Whedon read it and said, this is great. This is wonderful. Kubrick couldn't film this in 20 days with $5 million. So cut everything. And I'm like, great. Okay, that's fine. As long as we get the knights chasing the Winnebago. Oh my God. A man with a singular vision. And I think that yes, <laughs> at least incredible. we got that. If we had to pick between ridiculous opening scene that was already ridiculous at the short time frame it was allotted and Winnebago scene, I'm glad we went with Winnebago. What did uh What did you think about this episode, Station?
2: I like this episode. Oh, do you? Wow. For all its many faults. I think it's a fun one.
1: If you suspend logic, which you really mm. have to do to watch this, you yeah. cannot start poking holes because they are nope. many and they are severe. So but many. you just let it happen, and you're like, This is a beautiful action romp and I'm loving every yeah. second of it. It's it's a uh, you good. don't question it, you just enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to bogart your whether or not you like it, but That's fine. Spoiler, I like it too. Uh Daniel, how do you feel about this?
0: Episode? Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. It's not gonna reflect it in the ranking for this episode. Um <laughs> But it's it's like a continuation of Tough Love, which, you know, we talked a long time about last last week. And, you know, that was an episode that we you know, it was hit and miss. And obviously we're later in the show of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so the episodes are just better. We're clearly here for it. It's great. Fun sequences, who doesn't love a Winnebago fight? That was fucking great. Um, You know, but again, the Knights of Byzantium and nothing. I guess my problem with this episode is that nothing new really happened. Um, Everything was incredibly well paced throughout. I respect season five a lot more watching this because they did a lot of stuff that really kind of paid off here. There was a lot of expositional dumps, but it never felt like we were learning Ben is glory. Glory is Ben for the first time, you know, where it would come out of left field. It's like everything really felt nice, but it didn't really have anything particularly groundbreaking here. It were really just like, we got to get to way to the world. We just like, we're almost there. We're almost at the end. And I, it feels like that. It, we, we just need to get dawn out of here. So, but I, I yeah. loved it. I, I thoroughly, I was not expecting to like the episode, but it was great. I had super fun watching it. So, uh,
1: I mean, thank God for Gregor. Kilgain. I mean, Gregor, the, chief of the Byzantium knights because uh, if, if not for him we would know absolutely nothing about the key or glory or anything really other than what the right. monk said that little tiny bit and whatever's in the book of Festius I can't remember what the hell it's called uh, Tor-
0: Taurus Tor- Taurus oh, is, is, Taurus yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah yeah Tarnus Tarnus book of Tarnus nice way to go Daniel Um, yeah I I, just it's there's just many logical issues uh, from beginning to end but but. Um, we needed to know what, why this happened, why Don existed, why Gloria exists. Like, and I'm really glad that it happened finally. Cause I was like, I know I know this, but I don't know why I know this. And it finally happened in episode 20 of season five.
0: Uh-huh. Well, and we've been fighting about this all year, just trying to remember his like little monologue, his exposition really clarified a lot of stuff, including the Ben as, as a prison sort of stuff where we, we've been just what's going on here. And then I don't know if they really did clear up if it is a timed thing. I mean, everybody's like, "Now is now is the time. Now is the time." But what does that even mean? I'm still kind of confused on it, Kelly. So hopefully, maybe you know more than me.
1: Yeah. So cause we've
0: been talking about this all year.
1: While Station and I were watching the episode, Station was having a lot of deep thoughts and big questions, <laughs> and I was like, you know, when we at the beginning of this season, I did look up the Order of Dagon and stuff, and I did a little download, and then I was like. I've been doing this for so long and complaining about there being no lore and doing and I did zero due diligence. I did none of the diligence. I didn't even bother to look at the w- Wikipedia entries for Ben or Glory or the Knights Painful. or literally <laughs> oh anything. No. And so I finally did it and I was like, "Huh." But for what it's worth, it was mostly what Gregor said, and there are still huge questions. So, um, I have a rough timeline of kind of what happens. Okay. I know you're going to argue with me immediately, but this is the best that the internet can come up with <laughs> as to far as, as far as like what the story actually is, based on only the facts we're given, which are not too many. Right. Uh, so, at some point in the past. In the hell dimension that is unsufferable, imaginable, torment, or whatever. It's stupid. The the dimension that will not be named. Uh, Right. The key and glory are created. Around the same time, glory first, but around the same time in the past, in that dimension. At some point, glory is still in the unspeakable dimension. Right. The key is sent to Earth. And this is possibly when the Knights of Byzantium are formed, but we don't know for sure. And then in the 12th century, that's the first date we get, the Order of Dagon is formed, or at least the Book of Tarnus is written, right? This could be when the Knights of Byzantium are formed. I feel like that's a, probably a good date, a rough date of when they both happened, right? So the, as of the 12th century, here on Earth, the key is here and has been here for a while. The Knights of Byzantium have formed, and so have uh, the Order of Dagon, our monk friends, right? Never forget the monkles. Fast forward to 1975. Ben, did you know his last name is Wilkinson? I didn't. Ben Wilkinson is born. And Glory, at that time, at the same time, in the unspeakable hell dimension, is cast out. And possibly why Ben is even born is because Glory is cast out of the hell dimension by her, you know, other hell gods, right? The phrasing Gregor uses is created. He is created to be the vessel for Glory. So you could take that to mean that he just happened to be born at that time, so that's the body she jumped into. Or you could take it to mean, like Dawn, she, she, he was created as as a vessel to be yeah. the, the flesh prison for glory. Um, so it, it's unclear, but theoretically, whether or not he it was just a, a human that was going to be born anyway or was created, that's when it happened, 1975-ish. If we can assume that Ben is around 26, there's no concrete age or whatever, we're just kind of based on where he's at in med school, kind of his physical appearance. 1975-ish, right? Uh, And then we get to 1996 is when Glory starts being able to take control of Ben, around when he's 20 years old. Now, there is no, absolutely no mention of a specific date for this. And the the, the entry in Wikipedia even said citation needed. I agree. Citation needed. When, who decided 20 years old? (laughs) Gregor only says Recently, right? The most we get is recently. Well, that's, you know what I mean? That's really ambiguous. Recently can mean, especially when we're talking about eons at this point of what, how long Glory's existed. What is, is six years recent or is six years like, you know, five seconds ago? We, we don't know. But we're going to say 1996-ish is when Glory starts okay. to, uh, to to appear, be able to control Ben's body. and then obviously, I mean, he
0: definitely seems okay with it, too. So, like, it's definitely, that's what always confused me a little bit, too, is, like, he seems... Quite comfortable in this like arrangement, so this is not like one year, right? Like it's something that he's been struggling with for at least a minute, right? So that that makes a little. sense. It has sense. to be at so least a couple sure. years.
1: It could be anywhere from totally. today till the time he was you know born, but it, we'll say six years feels like a good number for some reason. Uh, and then in the year two thousand, sometime over the summer, Glory uh, goes to Sunnydale to kill the monks to find the key. Right. She's tracking down the monks. The last monk who left Romania went to Sunnydale because he wanted to give the key to the Slayer to protect it. They ran out of time. Glory started manifesting. Shit is happening. They had to get out of there. They went to the Slayer. The Slayer is in Sunnydale. Now, the Wikipedia entry or whatever, like all the information I could glean, like is implying Glory went to Sunnydale during the summer. And we, that would make sense because she was in Romania, right? We, we have that scene of the monks running away. While they're in Romania, she's on their heels. So she was there at one point. Mm -hmm. And then obviously he's now here in Sunnydale. But Ben is pretty fucking established in Sunnydale. He's been going to med school here. I mean, he might have just moved, but he doesn't really say that. He seems like he's been around. So that really throws a wrench. That's like one of the big problems. It's like, okay, I know Glory can take his body wherever, whenever, but like, she, if she wasn't already in Sunnydale, then how come Ben has been so entrenched here? And if she was already in Sunnydale, it seems like a long trip to go to the, Romania. But if that's where they are, that's where they are. It's just so convenient and coincidental that they ended up back in Sunnydale. So that's a little weird. Uh, and then, that, you know, the the final piece of the puzzle, what I've been calling the quickening to Stacia's chagrin. And I will stop now because it has a name. <laughs> what is the name of the moment that is... Everything's coalescing that we have to have the key can only open at a time. It's called the big day. It's called the big day. Oh,
0: uh,
1: so the big day is coming up. Uh, the key can only be utilized. The, the portal can only be opened on the big day uh, at a specific place. Of course, it's Sunnydale. So.
0: Sunnydale. Sure, sure. Yeah. Convenient again. Uh,
1: the reason why it's called the big day is that's because what all the, you know, the people that have been brain sucked by glory refer to it as big day. It's, you know, coming, whatever. that They haven't said Big Day yet, I don't think, but there's never an actual name for it. So it's just called the Big Day. Uh, as far as to why it has to happen on that day, or why it has to happen on a tower, a rickety tower built by insane people in Sunnydale, we don't know. Um, and, you know, the most we get is from Gronks. Yes, her name is Gronx. She's a named character. Uh, saying that the, the signs are in alignment. So because the signs are in alignment, it, the Big Day is nigh. Time to move and shake. Anyway, so... So, should you have anything that you want to poke holes into or have any remaining questions that I can not answer for you regarding that one? Uh, just
2: wondering why you think Ben is well-established in Sunnydale?
1: I guess because it, it seems like he's been at the, the hospital for a while, right? Why? And because he's never once said, oh, I just moved here. But you I guess, to? like, no, you don't have to disclose that, sure. but I mean, he's an intern. Yeah. He's not, like, in his third-year residency or anything true so he could have even just got out of medical school somewhere else right and then
0: do do we the only thing i would poke a hole maybe is i just maybe i misheard you or something but the key we're saying that the key was sent here in the 12th century or because they said that the key is as old as the beast itself right so well what's the point of the key the key was like on her home dimension the whole time why was a key made yes what are we doing so
1: we one of the world's deepest mysteries
0: Right? Okay. I mean, also, if it. the... And that's fine.
2: If the other two hell gods could send her to Earth without the key,
1: then why doesn't she just do that to go back? Because sometimes you, there's only one-way doors, you know what I mean? Sometimes they lock from the outside or whatever. You can't get back in. This <laughs> is what it is. Find a window. I don't know. <laughs> because you could go through the door, but then it's locked. You know, you can't get back.
0: But yes... Yeah, so, and we never meet the other two hell gods.
1: No. No. No, no. I Come I on. They don't even think
2: they I get I'm named, coming. do they? No. Of course.
0: Not. I mean, we can't we can't do that.
1: <laughs> do <laughs> I mean, we can't think, even come up with something for the big day.
2: Do you think do you think the other two hell gods are like horrificus and terriplicus? Yeah. Uh
1: I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Cuz those are excellent names. But I highly doubt anyone thought to do it.
2: Scarificus. Mm-hmm. Horrificus nice. and glorificus.
1: Nice. Nice. The, See, the I don't know
0: if there's I don't know if there's still a concert, but they used to do uh in Australia there was a concert called Big Day Out. Oh yeah, yeah. And I wonder if they got confused, too. Maybe it's just like the day to go buy tickets. Big day. I was on sale. Big day's on sale. Go get the tickets, right? I mean, I don't – how do we know? Yeah. I just I hate it.
1: Glory wasn't creating crazies. She was just creating music enthusiasts, and they just are all really bummed that now they have to build this tower.
0: Right. And then the order of Byzantium, which I'm sure we can you know even roll into here, they are an earthly order. Yes. Or are – they? They then how the fuck do they know all this stuff? Yeah. About – other dimensions i mean where's that coming from is that just a Sunnydale thing and they just know because they've done their own independent research but like why doesn't giles know about them like how where are these people how do they constantly live i mean we talked about this the first time we met them why the fuck how the fuck Mm -hmm. and i still feel that way like where the fuck did these people come from with all this chain mail and stuff if they're not from america like where'd you guys get all this stuff? Like, how'd you guys all travel and coordinate to come here of all places and go out to the desert and where do horses come from? Like, come on, man. Yeah. It's,
1: uh, they, the reason we know that they've been around for a while is because Gregor says countless generations of my people have been cert- seeking the key. Uh, so we know that it, it's been a while and that's why I was like, well, maybe mm. the order of Dagon in the 12th century and the Knights of Byzantium kind of came up together. Like, who knows what came first but at some point one religious order found out about the key and the other one tried to stop them and keep it for themselves um and the monks were successful the knights were not um so that's that's it as far as that we just know that the the key came to earth before glory uh well before glory because Glory's only been here for 26 years
0: and we can believe that in a way i mean i guess they were like magic people so those clerics were doing magic stuff but they could also have a very watered down version of what is actually at play here you know over generations you know these things dull in terms of like what the thing actually is and you know you're just sort of protecting something you don't really even know what you're
2: playing a very long game of telephone Mm -hmm.
0: totally just like we talked about last week yeah absolutely i mean that's I mean, that could be a little bit of it, too. I mean, that's why I think it's, it's so vague. It's like, oh, it's the Beast. Like, sure, okay, well, don't you want more information? Like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, because Buffy's trying to reason with him, too. Like, We are not your enemy. Tell your men to stand down. No. It is not her fault! She's human now! The key is too dangerous to be allowed to exist. No matter what form
1: it has been pressed into. I I like that they're so single-minded and like complete caricatures, ridiculous Renaissance night people. But I kind of wish that it was a little more realistic and it is like you're saying. Like at some point they were created for something but that was hundreds of years ago and no one really remembers. So I wish it was just like three guys left that were just like... Yeah, we're knights of Isaiah team, I guess, or whatever. But like, that shit's not real. And then they're like, "Oh my god, the key is real! Oh my god. Shit, guys! <laughs> shit! <laughs> Go get horses! Oh my god!
0: <laughs>
1: so, Where do we get horses?"
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, to make it so much more dark too, when fucking uh, dude stabs Orlando. Dante, I guess he signed his name. I will say, call him Dante. Dante fucking stabs Orlando, and I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, "Holy shit! People are actually doing something, man!" Like this. is They're just killing people. Like, I mean, that would be so much more funny if it was just three of them. And it's like, Orlando, you got to go, buddy. Bam. Die. Like, what the hell? What are we doing? There's nothing to fear, my brother.
1: The beast may have taken your mind. But I swear to you, she will never know the taste of your heart. But for... What seems to be at least a couple hundred and they would claim thousands, right? We, if we need ten men we send ten men. If we need hundred, we send hundred. Yeah, whatever. So how many missions are they going on? I why? I mean it just you this these guys work in an office, right? Like that guy works at fucking he's Popeye's, go, like, he's go, going to Popeyes
2: like, with that forehead tattoo? Yeah, like Come on, these. They wear hats. I mean,
1: (laughs) (laughs) God, you get a job where you have to wear a hat. Uh Welcome to Subway. (laughs) I wrote a a yell about this later, but oh my God, like (laughs) they typify in that that hospital scene when they're all like, "We are so nonchalant." The the like trope of people whistling to seem like yeah. nonchalant, that, that's that in human form that is the physical manifestation of the whistle to try to seem not yeah. just like oh my god <laughs> yes ma'am i am a person i person at this hospital paperwork paperwork ah weather we're having much weather yes so it's just <laughs> really really ridiculous um, Oh man. anyway yeah so that's that's the timeline ish that's okay. the story as far as we know it uh as far as we've been able to piece it together so it only took 20 episodes.
0: only <laughs> took 20 episodes. Can you believe?
1: I mean, I guess, to be fair, it only took 15 episodes because we didn't meet Glory. And little, uh, season no Home.
0: five actually didn't start until episode 11. So it's only been yeah. technically nine yeah. episodes. So
1: I mean, yeah. see, you sometimes you gotta wait a little bit.
0: Yeah, not too I bad. think it was worth it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Shiny.
0: <sighs> yes, I suppose it is.
1: This episode's very action-heavy, as we've discussed. Big Winnebago fight. Ridiculous chase scene. Uh... There's only a couple of points that I kind of wanted to get to. Starting with... Buffy runs away with Dawn in her arms, right? Goes to Xander's apartment. Tries to talk to the group. And explain to them... Glory will kill us. I cannot fight her. Every single time I've tried to do so, she's thoroughly kicked my ass. And for some reason, all of the Scoobies are like... What do you mean, though? Don't we just need different weapons? Uh... And I just wanted to get your opinion, the both of you, as to why our friends are so dumb.
2: I think it's a valid question, though. Is it? Yeah, I mean, if you can't kill Gloria with your fists, like, why not try a rocket launcher?
1: That worked before on Uh someone who was unkillable. Totally. It's true. But they didn't even say, let's get the rocket launcher, right? Xander makes the joke, thank you for the callback, but they didn't go to get a rocket launcher. I know,
2: but that's because Buffy was never going to agree to it. And he's still a
0: military guy. He still has the contacts, right? Like... I don't
1: know. Luckily, we've not really brought that up in a while. Yeah. So maybe not.
2: I think that they did not push too hard on this whole thing because they just want to sort of wave their hands. Glory's too tough. We can't actually fight her. Because I think that, you know, the reality is that between Will and Buffy, they probably could have found
1: a way to fight her. Buffy says, let's run away because I can't think of anything. I'm really scared. Maybe we could fight her, but we have to. I can't think of how to fight her quick enough she's coming right now she's going to kill us right now because they don't know that Gloria's turned back into ben and they have a minute right that glory in their minds is still right behind them yeah um and then everyone's like but why would we run away what why do you think that they're so reluctant to want to run away or why are they so shocked that buffy wants to run away because they never have before
0: they have a life, too. I mean, God, it's point. like, shit, yeah. dude, what? I got to work tomorrow. What are we talking about running away?
2: <laughs> I mean, but the the reality is they ran away badly. Why would you get to Winnebago and then find a dirt road and drive 50 miles an hour on it? Why wouldn't Buffy just take Dawn and get on a plane?
1: Or even Spike offers up. We could have just got a Porsche and drove really, really yes. fast.
2: Yes. Yeah, but I mean, like, get on a plane. Get off in Detroit or Dallas or wherever. Get on another plane. Go to Canada, get on another plane, go to Europe, and then just disappear for six months. And then the time has passed and Glory doesn't know where you are. Like, that seems way easier than to slowly meander out of Sunnydale on the world's crappiest road (laughs) with everyone in tow. (laughs) It's true.
0: I mean, I will say, at the very least, I give Steven and I credit because they did show when they made a turn that the county paving ends in 250 feet or whatever. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and I was like, at least you went out of your way to huh. show, explain. yes, that we were going explain. off onto a dirt road. I mean, at the very least, that, that helps me a lot because otherwise, Why go on so the highway. That, get on though? the highway. What are we doing?
1: Yeah. Uh While we were watching this episode, or rather after we watched it, I really felt like this episode is different than any other episode we've done before we we mm-hmm. haven't ever been on the run mm-hmm. so I think that my, my question was really not as complex and you really answered it very quickly <laughs> which is we've never done this before yes. we've never run away before yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's especially great when Anya's like thank god we're running away because yeah, if you'll remember sensible
2: sensible plan. all the April time two, she did try to run away she tries to run yeah.
1: away well it's just good to know that when the chips are down and things look grim you'll feed off the girl who loves you to save your own ass so, she tries to do that in season seven too yeah. oh yeah run away Run away. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. Because she's like, no, no, you don't understand the world's ending. Yeah. Run
2: away. We gotta go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's time to go. I don't want to die. At least she's consistent. So we do run away in the world's slowest Winnebago, down a dirt road, and are easily caught up to. So I did not point this out. But Stacia, as we've talked about multiple Mm -hmm. times on this podcast here, is a horse girl and was quick to point out, (laughs) there's no fucking way. Those horses caught up with that Winnebago. Also, she had a great idea, which I love, is that actually off screen, because these are just LARPing losers who have office jobs. The, she's like, okay, so they put them in a horse trailer. They like zoomed up as fast as they could behind the Winnebago, offloaded everyone off the horse trailer, and then ran them at a dead sprint. And she's like, and even then, they probably still cannot catch up to the Winnebago.
2: I mean, the excruci- excruciating reality is. If this is actually real and these horses actually caught up with this Winnebago, the Winnebago would have been going, like, 20 miles an hour max <laughs> the entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: And that would be without the head start.
0: Yeah, they want you to believe it's going slow. Like, oh, I can't go any faster. It's like, oh, no. But you are.
1: I mean, we saw Glory use her super speed finally. So she would, I mean, just her running. She could have run those horses, I feel like. Oh, I don't know.
0: totally. Oh, yeah
1: but I don't know enough about horses, so I want you to tell me some horse facts. <laughs> <laughs> segues, Our
0: new segment. <laughs> horse,
1: facts. horse
2: facts. Horse facts. Horsies!
1: Tara!
0: Yeah. Weapons? Hello? You're driving one? Don't hit the horses! What We want Aim for the horses.
2: Okay. I have some fun horse facts for you.
1: Just to... <laughs> Wonderful. Please deliver them. You sound like, you're, you sound <laughs> like you're reading and there's
0: a gun to your head. I got <laughs> okay. some horse facts I have, for you. horse facts.
1: You. I promise I will give you horse facts. I pa- have
2: fun horse facts for you. <laughs> and then I have some information about horse speeds. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> you, you also kind of sound like a, a scared kid <laughs> reading off an index card about it, like an oral report. Oh, like Willow in oh my so I like, hated uh, school uh, presentations <laughs> and this
2: does kind of feel like that. Okay, please.
1: Say okay, loud enough for everyone
2: here. Just, just to start, just to start out, some random fun horse facts. Um, horses are descended from four-toed creatures, and they now just have one hoof on each leg. Whoa. Not just one hoof in general, <laughs> one toe. <laughs> so They used
1: to have like, like dogs,
2: it, it, like, like, uh, like deer almost. They had like oh. separate nail hooves, hooves, and then one in the back, like a dog.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Uh. In their feet, they have these little things called frogs, which are basically mini hearts. And every time they take a step, it makes the heart pulse. That's really upsetting. And shoots the blood back up their leg because their legs are too far away from their heart for their blood to circulate otherwise. Um, And horses can't vomit.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Isn't that dangerous? Yeah. Doesn't that make them die sometimes? Yeah. That's crazy. That's so sad. Poor horses. Tell me if... Give me more. Fun horse facts? <laughs> Give me I'm more. sad. I don't think I have
2: fun horse facts. Oh, Jesus. I mean, what are fun horse facts? Okay. Horses weigh between 800 and 1,200 pounds. There are five, there's five types of horses, categories you could place each breed into. Light, draft, gated, warm-blooded, and pony types.
0: Ponies,
2: ponies, which are
1: not small horses,
0: which are not baby horses, which is yeah. what I thought.
1: Not baby horses, but they are like small horses. But there are also you... tiny horses. Tiny are horses, are different than ponies. Tiny.
2: tiny horses, different than ponies. Miniature Amazing. horses, miniature.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffy has super strength. Why don't we just load her up like one of those little horses? And then if you breed a horse with a donkey, you get a mule. Right, Mules yes. are sterile. You can't breed a mule with a mule to get more mules. Right. Mules only come from horses and donkeys. Very strange. Weird. Okay. So, the big deal. Getting down to it. Horses as creatures of movement. <laughs> <laughs> As
1: they're often described. Ah,
2: Okay. Horses have different (laughs) gates, (laughs) which humans have gates too, although we probably don't really think of it like that, but like walking, jogging, running, horses have essentially three uh, similar gates. First one would be called walking, (laughs) similar to a human's walk, (laughs) one could say. Uh, Horses average about four miles an hour walking, which is twice as fast as a human walking. Uh, their next their next gate is called a trot, which is the equivalent to a human jog, uh, about 8 to 12 miles an hour. The next gate they have is either called a canter or a lope, depending on if you're writing English or Western. <laughs> Not that it matters. You it's said it's ending. called a cantaloupe? Canter. They're cantering if uh, you're writing English. Gotcha. And you're loping if you're writing Western. But you
1: can't ever canter lope.
2: That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> but it's it's the same gait. It just has two different words.
0: Okay. So
2: if you're cantering slash loping, you're going about 12 to 15 miles an hour. A gallop would be like a full-on sprint, like the fastest you could possibly go, 25 to 30 miles an hour on average. The fastest horse currently was clocked at 43.97 miles per hour. Winning Brew! Thoroughbred race horse. Its name this- is Winning Brew? Winning Brew. Nice. Brew like... No, I don't know, a potion. B-R-E-W. Like beer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like beer. Or a potion, whatever. Yeah. Potion's cool. <laughs> but the fastest speed ever clocked by a horse was 55 miles an hour. That was a quarter horse. Mm. Basically, if you're going to take a very short view of horse racing, there's two kinds of horses that generally are raced thoroughbreds which do the longer um races and then quarter horses which do they're called quarter horses because they run a quarter mile (laughs) and quarter horses tend to be stockier and mus muslier, um so they're like more powerful so they can run faster but only for short distances whereas thoroughbreds can maintain a higher level of speed for a longer period and then fun facts Some horses are special. They have more gates. There are extra gates that some horses get to have. Oh. (laughs) These are all collectively called ambling gates. And if you have a horse that does one of these things, they're called gated. Remember the five types of horses? You could have a gated horse. Uh And some of the most famous ones, Tennessee walking horse, they do something called a running walk, which is between like a trot and a canter. It's fast, but a lot smoother than a trot. It's very comfortable for someone who's riding them, the um, American Saddle Horse does something called racking or a rack, which is, again, same kind of idea. Most of these are some sort of, like, super walking (laughs) version, (laughs) like faster than normal walking, fancy little footwork. It looks pretty cool when you see it. Peruvian Passos have a Paso Ilano, and I think they actually have another additional gate on top of that, but I didn't super look into it. And then the Missouri, Missouri Foxtrotter, does, mm. shockingly, the foxtrot. <laughs> the
0: foxtrot. That's yeah. incredible.
1: I want to see that.
2: So there we go. Facts about horses.
0: I want to learn from you. All right.
2: But I don't want to dress like you. Again, you're annoying me.
1: I thank you very much. Yeah. I'm really yeah. glad that you've had this opportunity to showcase something that's a wonderful fact about you.
0: Near and dear. Yeah. Yeah. To your heart.
2: But, so, back to the topic at hand, if we're to believe that these horses are galloping.
0: Galloping. Yeah.
2: Which they can't maintain for that long. They're going max 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and they they can't do that for long, right? No, you yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it, you'd be like a human. Like, you get tired after, like, a mile, maybe. If you're, like, running your top speed, I would guess that would be about as far as they could go. If you're, like, trotting a horse, you could ride them all day like that. Hmm. Um
1: Can you make them do that crazy Tennessee walking forever? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Actually, that's another thing about gated horses. It's fast. It's easy for the horse to maintain, and it's really comfortable for the person riding them. So they're actually really great for, like, trail riding and, like, long range distances, Um, Mm. and that's why, like, the Tennessee walking horse, they were bred on plantations, which is, like, super dark, but basically so that you could come, the the master of the plantation could comfortably travel from one side of its property to the other side of his property quickly. Yeah, it's important
1: for the slave owners to be comfortable.
2: Yeah, and, you know, those poor gated horses have, like, a dark little history, because, they have, like, competitions where they get judged on it, and people will do, like, really mean things to their horses to get them to do higher, better steps.
1: <laughs> yeah. God yeah. damn.
2: It's supposed to be, like, you know, like, illegal. Not I don't think actually illegal, although probably illegal because it's animal cruelty, but, like, against the rules, but it's hard to spot sometimes.
0: Is this where dressage comes in, where we're doing the dancing?
2: No, um, dressage... <laughs> Dressage is its, like own thing. Horses are so weird; they have so many things. But like warm-blooded horses, which is one of the types, are often um, used for dressage, and so that's like a very like European thing. Those are all bred in Europe. And
1: Wait, all what all horses are warm-blooded? What?
2: No, it's like a type where they're oh. like
1: um... it's like they're mammals. I'm very confused now. Yeah,
2: I mean they're they are all warm-blooded, but that's like the type of horse that it would fall into like a hanover horse or whatever um they're all basically bred in europe and they're all sort of like larger calm like beautiful horses i just
1: want to dance yeah they're just the gay the gays of the horse world (laughs) (laughs) this is the future liberals want gay horses in america (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) most if anyone that's like been around horses unless you like live on a plantation or something you've probably only been around either light horses which are like cord horses, thoroughbreds, arabians, like appaloosas, basically any kind of horse you can think of or maybe a draft horse like a Clydesdale. Mm-hmm. Those are the bigger horses. Those are the biggest horses. They're my favorite. They're so big. <laughs> I like oh,
1: them. them. Those are like the ones that you would see in like, like war horses. Anytime you see really big ones, those are those guys, yeah. right? Not well, I, not classes necessarily, but draft horses. Right? Yeah.
2: I've always been a big fan of uh, horses that you can feel when they're running, like in the ground, because they're shaking. Oh, like in the vibrating the ground. Yeah, you Damn. can feel it. Uh, yeah, intense. draft horses are also really common on farms because they're great at... Pulling, pulling stuff, yeah, plows and carriages and heavy things. Makes sense. But they're
0: probably way slower, right? They probably don't run as fast, so we couldn't have Clydesdales. Yeah, running
2: draft horses are definitely like I'm pulling a very heavy weight moment versus I'm yeah. running very fast.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Or well, yeah. maybe if they were riding draft horses, they could have towed the Winnebago. To a yeah. place to be fixed. Probably could have.
0: Or crushed or crushed it from the sides. Everybody just comes in at once. Boom. Yes,
1: destroy the Winnebago.
0: Do we see horses in the show outside of this? No. Yeah, I it's too really,
1: bad. Yeah. Maybe on Angel, I could see him riding a horse like a tool. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, maybe in Plurt's Club. There might be horses in Plurt's Club. There might be. Yeah.
2: One more fun fact. Horses can sleep laying down or standing up.
0: Mm. Oh. Mm. Yes, huh. I knew that.
1: I did not know
2: that. Because they're prey animals.
1: They're prey animals?
2: Yeah. That's why they got their eyes on the side of their heads. What eats horses? Predator animals have their eyes forward like humans.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess like zebras get eaten by lions and shit.
2: Yeah. Mm. Lions, Mm -hmm. cougars, Mm -hmm. bears.
1: Oh, my. That kind of stuff. that's yes. their
2: defenses, big teeth, fast little feet.
1: <laughs> big teeth, fast feet. <laughs> big teeth, fast feet. <laughs> Horses animals of motion, big teeth, fast feet. <laughs> Horses hire me for your marketing. I'm ready. <laughs> oh
2: my god. Uh, what was the word I was looking for when I said motion? <laughs> animals of motion. <laughs> transportation maybe yeah maybe
1: i don't know but amazing <laughs> locomotion no we stay we die
0: show of hands for that option
1: buffy has a lot of badass motherfucker moments in this episode where she's very much taking charge and taking no questions uh do we think that this attitude is beneficial for the group she no. even points out to giles as no okay great <laughs> Moving on. uh As Giles is dying, even, she says, what if, you know, we should have stayed, if if we would have stayed, none of this would have happened. Do you agree with that? Do you think that the outcome would have been different if they would have stayed? I mean, obviously, yes, but they probably still would have been attacked.
2: I mean, Giles definitely wouldn't have been speared through a windshield, most likely. But he could
1: have gotten killed the other way.
2: I mean, the thing that's... The thing that's frustrating about this is that, like, these, this isn't glory. Like, her plan to run away from glory would have worked. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. These are completely unforeseen random consequence. And also, I mean, I know that we get that, like, little scene where the guy's like, shiny, pretty girl. But how are we supposed to believe that in any world, any world, these knights of Byzantium. Byzantium would have been able to track down Buffy and Don who are already in hiding from glory when they don't even know who they're looking for find them on a dirt road in a Winnebago <laughs> on horseback. Like that doesn't make that's why this episode when you start like picking it apart the entire thing crumples if you just go with it and you're like yeah nights on horseback we're fighting it's great but you know no that should not have happened they should have made a clean getaway Gloria never would have found them and everything would have been great. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
1: Buffy couldn't have foreseen this. so. And that's why it's hard because we, you know, we do know in the end we're going to get the gift and they do make a plan and it does work. Mm-hmm. It, so maybe if the, she had stopped for a second and listened to the people around her, maybe they could have made the plan sooner. But like I brought up before, it's like she doesn't know she has the time to do that, right? There was no way she could have known that Ben was buying them an hour or two hours or whatever she was buying. Or
0: I would assume the information as well. I mean, I don't know what the plan is, but I assume that it's going to be based upon the information we learn from Mr. General Man. Sure. Right. Um, we we know so much more that we just yeah. would have never been able to get that information. And, I mean, they're a useful tool in that regard. Like, this random thing, they, they introduced it. But, I mean, it feels weird this late in the fucking game to be having them show up one more time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did show them before, so... Get a little bit of slack.
1: It would have been but, a lot worse, I feel like, if they didn't wrap this up, right? Like, it oh, would be to- terrible to- if they totally. never saw him again.
2: Okay. I mean, it is kind of fun. You get that line from the guy who's like, I told you we'd be back or whatever he says. I know. I know. That's funny. Like, yeah, I, mean, it's I guess good you stuff. did. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> and just Orlando being crazy, like, you know, that was another great, like, that's a good callback. I mean, that's mm-hmm. something that happened and it was great. Good job, guys. You guys are really thinking this whole thing through, which I'm very, very, very impressed by. Um, while at the same time, everything that you said, Stacey, was absolutely spot on. I mean, it's it's infuriating on the one hand, and then it's like, good job, guys. At least you're really trying. You're really trying. You're giving it a go, and I appreciate that.
1: The even more impressive thing about the Orlando callback to me is in that psych ward is not only Orlando, but the guy we meet in Real Me, the very first person who's like, you're not supposed to be mm. here. You're like a cat or whatever the fuck he says. The one that punches uh, the nurse? Uh, I don't know if he's one of the punches, but he, he's definitely in the bed next to Orlando. And I was just like, look at that shit. You guys brought that guy back. Wow. Good for you. It's lovely. So just the highs and lows as always. Oh. Yeah. I think for, for me, it's, it's frustrating because they seem to be off put by Buffy taking charge. Like they're a little bit like, uh, I don't know. Maybe we should uh, do something else. I don't know. But then it's like they constantly ask her what to do next. And this is such a thing with our friends, right? Mm -hmm. We've we've come up with this time and time again where it's like, you're just being the boss of us because you're the best one. You know, the Yoko Mm -hmm. Factor moment. And then it's like, okay, well, then what? Right, oh, that's what I thought. You don't have a fucking plan? You don't don't have a plan? Okay, (laughs) we're doing my plan. (laughs) And it's just sometimes it's nice for Buffy to just be like, ah, shut up, we're doing my plan.
0: Well, I love Buffy taking her fucking notes and then going into the back of the Winnebago and slamming the door. Like, what are we doing? What's the game plan? (laughs) What notes are we cribbing from to to work out what what we're going to do?
1: She does have like an atlas or something at least. Maybe she's trying to do some kind of route, who knows? Amazing stuff. Um, I'm the Slayer, the Chosen One.
2: How mythic and defendery. Evil nasties are supposed to flee
0: from me. Not the other way around.
2: You're not fleeing. You're moving at a brisk pace. Quaintly referred to in some cultures as the big scaredy runaway. It's the most amazing thing anyone's ever done for me.
1: Are you speaking of our, our knights. Hmm. There's something that we seem to have forgotten about the Knights, uh, and at least Spike is around to remind us, they're people. They're just people. They're not demons. They're just people. They're just LARPers, but they're people, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And Spike punches one of them and goes, ah, I'm ahead, and then we make the joke about what are you going do, throw migraines at him?
0: Good, good joke.
1: We don't ever deal with the fact that Buffy killed 10 humans. We don't talk about it ever again. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, she will be so, like, overcome with grief and guilt about thinking that she killed Katrina in Dead Things that she goes to turn herself into the police. And she is throwing motherfuckers off of a Winnebago after stabbing them with no problem in this episode. Innocence
0: versus, you know, people actively trying to kill you. I mean, there's a huge difference between that and this.
1: I agree. I mean, like self-defense. Yes, they're coming. At, they want to kill her. They are trying to kill her. However, you got, I mean, Batman, Superman, I think, Spider-Man.
0: You feel this way. I, I mean, I personally do not no, care. I don't think about I it.
1: I don't care, but I think we maybe should. And I think we should at least acknowledge it if the show wants us to believe that this is supposed to have, this is not supposed to, something we're supposed to to do. And I feel like we've kind of touched on this a little bit before. Uh, but I don't know that we've ever actually, other than faith, like that's really the only time we've, we've really talked about it. And that was such a big deal. And everyone gave such a hard time. Although Giles, if we'll remember in, uh, isn't it consequences? Um, Says, things like this do happen, and we have the council to deal with it for a reason. Do you think this is just something else that the council could sweep under the rug, and this is totally fine? Or, like, we should be talking about, let's contact Orlando's family. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not Orlando, because Dante's the one that did that. Yeah, that's
0: true. (laughs) That's fucking true. Oh, fucking Dante, man. I mean he took him out though early, which was good. He didn't have to suffer the wrath of glory. I mean that was a pretty brutal kill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, should Buffy should we be having a a very special episode of Buffy where she has to deal with the
0: consequences of that? (laughs) I mean I get why they
2: swept this under the rug because they Needed some way for her to deal with it, and they mostly dealt with it by having Glory come and kill all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the implication is maybe she just threw them off the Winnebago, except for that one guy she hit square in the chest with an axe. Yeah, that one's, that one's kind of like her. hard That's to fine. believe. He's just like, it's a flesh wound, chainmail. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. Uh, in reality, I think that you know, you probably would have to at some point deal with that, but you know, there's no time for it because. They're in crisis mode. They have to get Dawn, and then, you know, Buffy goes catatonic, and then, before you know it, Buffy's dead, and then when she comes back, it's been four months later, and killing humans is old news. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Fair point.
1: I just wonder, I know we're well aware that the Sunnydale Police Department is completely inept, but we're outside of Sunnydale at this point, and I worry that- No one's that... finding those bodies. Okay, well, see, that's a good point.
0: I mean, in terms of a special no. episode, I it would be like having a special episode on all the people killed- who were in the initiative like we don't care about them and we can't care about (laughs) this right i mean like the two of them i mean that's why this episode also sucks is it's just like heavy initiative vibes and i'm over as we all are very over this uh go away no thank you if you have to whoever kills you i don't really care at this point so
1: we do
2: need them to go away the difference with the initiative and these is that buffy didn't kill any of the initiative guys yes fair that's always been the key and I think she said something along those lines, like, we don't kill humans. Like, that's a line we don't cross to faith. And then she just, uh, until my sister's involved. <laughs> yes, yeah. <yes>. <laughs> and an axe true. to the chest.
0: Or well, and- or she was young at that point, And then she grew up and realized that's not necessarily true. I mean, if Giles, if what Giles said, which is like, hey, sometimes this does happen, maybe a little part of her is like, all right, man, I'm going to be a little bit less dogmatic about this. And if people are about to kill me, I'm not going to question if they're human or not and I should care or not. I'm just gonna take care of it
2: maybe and then
0: with Dawn you just kind of everything gets amped up at this point you know episode 20 everything has to be amped up so it's like I'll fucking kill anyone I mean she was like up in that general's face I mean if it wasn't Glory it would have been it would have been Buffy for sure the instrument of chaos must be destroyed look at her that way again and she will be the last thing you ever see
2: as I've been told
1: you protect the key of the beast. It's not that simple. Earlier in this season, when we meet Orlando, when we meet the Knights of Byzantium, Buffy fights three of them in an alleyway and doesn't kill any of them. Yeah. She lets them go, yeah. presumably because they're people. Yeah. So what's changed? I think if I had to put a fine point on it, I would say maybe the issue is just uh, persistence. Persever- like They're not going to stop. Uh, whereas before in the alley fight, it's like, okay, I'm not going to kill you because you're going to run away. I told you to run away, and they do run away, and that's fine. But if Orlando had turned around, tried to kill her again, maybe she would have killed him on the spot then too. Maybe. And then with a um, general forehead, whatever his name is, uh, Scarface. What is his name, Gregor? Uh, he, I think you're right. I think Buffy might kill him, but I mean, you know, if he wasn't a hostage and valuable in that regard. But that's fucked up. He's tied to a post. He's not trying to kill her. Like, that's.
0: But he ran. That and, he though. he ran into that pillar himself. So I think he put himself in this situation because he is really bad at being a general. That's all I have to say. He's terrible. Why was he in there? Why wouldn't you send all of your men in there? Why did you go? Come on, man.
1: Because so, they need to kill the key, the instrument of chaos. The key must be severed. Such is the will of God. What is unclear about this?
0: Bring me the key. Go in there, grab the key, bring it to me, I'll kill the key. Come on, no, I'm not it's... running in there because'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna run into that pillar, and that's what I did, and I got knocked out. <laughs> nobody pushed me, nobody made me do that. I just ran into a pillar.
1: but he's one of those guys that's like, you know I gotta be the first in for battle or they're not going to respect me.
0: We see, I mean, I know that, Kelly, because of all the scars on his side. that's how they told me that that he's a he's a, a badass, just like another Gregor from another show that must not be named.
2: This was a character Kelly made for a video game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Did I? Every character you make has facial scarring. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is Every single one. That is You've been
0: making Gregor since 2001 and you yep. just didn't even know it.
1: You got to know that they've been through some shit. People need to marry <laughs> Characterization. That's
0: true. No personalities here. Just this. That's my personality. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, this beautiful shot of Gregor with a sword. I completely forgot. My one and only fun fact that wasn't about Steven tonight this is only the second episode where Buffy actually uses a sword. I don't know if 100% that's true, but the definitely the, the other big one that comes to mind, and it may in fact only be the other time, is uh, Graduation Day Part Two, where she fights Angel. Mm. But it seems very strange in a show where we use tons and tons of medieval weapons that this would be the only, the second time she uses a sword. But how often, how useful is a sword versus a stake, right? Her main prey is vampires. In Season Three, the, the vampires, uh, the cult of Balthazar or whatever, remember? They have the amulet. Uh, they have tool, two swords. They're like Hallmarkers. They carry two swords, but I don't know that Buffy ever grabs one.
0: Well, they always gotta be using swords.
2: It's called the oozy, you chump. I'm gonna save your ass right about now.
1: Do either of you have anything else to say about this episode? They wanna point out before you yell? Uh, No. Are you sure? Because it really seemed like yes.
2: I just my deep thoughts, but they don't really have anything to do with this specific episode and they don't fit in yelling.
1: So they're just my secret deep thoughts. Okay. How about this? Oh, secret deep thoughts. Along with Horse Facts, we're having oh, no. a, a new segment no, in this I episode called Deep Thoughts with Stasia. Deep <laughs> yes. Thoughts with Stasia. That was Ooh.
0: creepy. A new theme song. Please
1: tell me. Okay. <laughs> you can just read them see I wish this, for once I wish this was a visual medium so that we could do like a really like fuzzy thing and just have your like voiceover come in and just be like <laughs> thought and then My fade face. out and then we, like, <laughs> thought, like really soft music I, <laughs> please I'm gonna feel weird about this
2: now <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> what is humanity <laughs> Could the monks manifest a soul? Is God real? Does he answer prayers? <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Why, why was this
1: making you so existential? <laughs>
2: I mean... <laughs> How did the monks create Dawn?
0: <laughs> Dude, I've been I mean, saying that this whole saying, time.
2: I know, but they keep saying, like, Dawn's a human, Dawn's a human, Dawn's <laughs> a human. And it's, like, one of, like, the main theses of the show is that to be human, you must have a soul. Like, that's the difference between humans mm. and vampires. So they had to create a soul. But, like, what is a soul? Where does it come from? What is the essence of soulness? Like, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. totally.
2: how is that, like, created? Um, Is that, like, it's such a weird thing to think that you could manufacture that. If you could manufacture souls, could, like, you give it to all the demons and then they're not bad anymore. Like, I don't know. It's a weird thought. And then the is God real thing, like, uh, we've got these knights who seem (laughs) like they maybe pray to, like, a Christian God. Totally, totally. And we have proof that other gods exist because Glorificus is a hell god. Like, we know that. So, like, is the Christian God real? (laughs) If they're praying, is he actually going to come with, like, a lightning bolt and, like, smite people on their behalf? Like, are they actually going to answer these prayers, like, these men, like, chanting? It's, like, so weird to think about. You'd have, like, this world with, like, vampires. <laughs> and, like, God sitting up on a cloud somewhere being like, hmm, guess it's about time
1: for me to check in. These
0: abominations. yeah. I'll take care of it today, I guess. The big day's coming.
1: I mean, we definitely haven't delved into the world of like Christian God magic before, and this certainly is some kind of representation of that. And it's very strange, and that's why we had to get rid of it immediately. Hinting on the edges of it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the soul thing, I I would would bet money that they would – love to have fleshed that out a little more because i think that would have landed something like spike a little bit harder where we can maybe see dawn like what does that mean to have a soul for dawn Mm -hmm. and then you know maybe don't go so deep into it but yeah make it something where it's like oh people can get it you know and then spike basically wills it into existence and and fights for it
1: yeah i'm glad that you Shared this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm
0: glad I mean, that you did. That was probably a weight off your your shoulders. This shoulder, makes so.
2: me want to really pay attention in the next couple of seasons, um, particularly between. Buffy and Spike, because like my recollection is she basically says like yeah I'm sleeping with you but you're worth nothing to me like you don't have a soul like and you never will be you'll never be good enough Um, and then he gets a soul and she's like whatever it doesn't count and I'm gonna be curious to see like actually the like the language they use around that because up to this point it seems to be pretty clear like to be human you have a soul like that's kind of like your defining characteristic and that's how they made like so if they made Dawn a human like that's what they would have had to have done is give her a soul. And she's like, I must be inherently evil. But then like, you know, the show is saying you aren't evil. You have a soul. Humanity isn't inherently evil. Like being a demon is. And I don't know.
0: Could it also be that they think because she's not actually real, but we know she is real but maybe that they think she has a soul maybe like the monks were like we need in order for her to be human they need to also believe mm. in again what is a soul that's a great yeah. question right because is it just a figment of our imagination because the monks knew that that needed to be a key component to be believed for buffy or whatever to happen happen well, because she wouldn't kill herself if it wasn't for some
2: that. level of like um not conscience but what's like morality what's that word like the fact that you're asking, am I evil, is kind of, like, proof that you're not. That you would stop and
1: wonder, like, am I a good person or a bad person? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I brought this up a couple episodes ago because I'd never thought about the concept of a soul. Because i had always taken it for granted that it mm-hmm. meant yeah. this thing. We just all have agreed that it's this intangible quality that separates us. And, yeah, I'm glad that this episode brought that up <laughs> to too, Like, wait a second. <laughs> I'm questioning everything. I don't know. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah, so... It's. It will, it will be interesting to see that, especially through the lens of Spike, who, by the way, this episode, you completely forget all the robot shit. You're like, God yeah. damn it. You're so endearing. I hate I completely
2: you. We forget. It is annoying. We should drop a piano on her.
0: Well, it always works for that creepy cartoon rabbit when he's running from that nice man with a speech impediment.
1: Yes, or perhaps we could paint a convincing tunnel on the side of a mountain. Let's just keep
0: thinking, everyone.
1: I don't know. We're not going to top anything else in this episode than these deep thoughts, so let's go oh, ahead and right. move on. Uh <laughs> Or horse facts. Or oh, horse facts. I mean, gosh. This is just slam this dunk. This episode. Yeah, this is Stacia's episode for sure. I've been waiting five years for this.
0: Spiral, don't you mean Stacia? That's yeah, right. That's well,
1: right. Um, if you want to tell Stacia, thank you for horse facts, you can add us everywhere. Beat Me Pod. It's Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. We have a website, beatmepod.wordpress.com. That will have show notes that are about their notes about the show and then we also have a spotify playlist that is Hyphen Funtime playlist for podcast fans season five that contains all music played in this podcast as well as all music that's played in buffy season five that's available on spotify so check that out those things at BB pod moving on it is yelling time oh it's yelling time there's a lot to yell about in this episode daniel why don't you start
0: oh uh, we got into a lot of it here um I'll just kind of go down on my list here. Uh, we meet Dante for the first time. I, I want to say Chevalier, mm-hmm. right? That's how you would say his name. Uh, he he was on Ritalin and Thorzine. His last dose was 520-2001. Pretty funny because this episode had not premiered at that point huh. of Ritalin and Thorzine, So
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I've already mentioned it, but I just, I can't get enough of the, the stunt double carrying Don the puppet is one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> Um, at the very beginning. Oh, oh, for the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Not only do we get that classic, great shot of like um, the bangs of the stunt double covering her face entirely, so it's like, ah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sarah Michelle Gellar. I promise. Uh, <laughs> Hair curtain. Uh, but yeah, just like, just it's a good dummy. Don't get me wrong. The wig on that dummy, perfect. That that is Michelle Trachtenberg level wigger tree. But uh, the the, <laughs> the dummy is so <sighs> it's such a dummy. Stacia. Such a
2: dummy. Uh, completely unrelated to the show, but the moment when Buffy's like, Chuck, and then Gloria gets hit by a truck, my only thought was, and that's how Glorificus died. No, I'm totally kidding, but she did get seriously
0: injured. <laughs> <laughs> Some girls say they saw her head go all the way around, but that's just a rumor. Uh, this one I probably could have brought up earlier, but I, I do just want to get a quick question. So the idea of Ben, Ben dies, Gloria dies. Can Ben just kill himself? Like Yeah. At this point, that that I hope that they even explore the option because that seems like the easiest way is for him to just kill himself. Because, like they said in this episode, you know, oblivion is what you're looking for here. I mean, in the end, like the key gets unleashed, you're done anyway. So why not? He
2: doesn't want to
0: die. He doesn't want to die. But I mean, if that is truly the inevitable consequence, then what's the difference? But you'll know that you took out Glory. Well, he might not know that, but mm. you know, it it tracks Fear? though, right? If I'm dead, yeah. then she's dead.
1: Yeah, it's just self-preservation. Again, Ben is not a good guy in the end. He's... I mean, you think he's going to go after Dawn, and he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't kill her then, but he sure as fuck makes sure she stays prisoner when he has a chance to let her escape. Don't worry. Ben is not a good guy. And, I i mean, I love they have to because... You can't have Giles kill a person at a cold blood. So, like, right before Giles does the deed, he's like, "You hear that, baby? It's just me and you forever." Because I'm a bad guy. And the Giles is like, "Ah, how about you fucking die?" <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> mm, amazing stuff. Okay. Uh, horse budget. I am really glad we've saved all this money on snakes all these years, so we could do this horse shit. Oh my Thank god! Thank yes, you, show. Oh
2: my god! What if they had used the? What if their seeds were hor- were snakes? And they were like three. Oh my 3G. fucking god! What is it? CG, <laughs> CG, three <laughs> CG computer.
1: Three
0: D Oh, it was a Nets special thing. You snakes. have to wear the. You have to wear the red <laughs> and blue to really yeah. experience yeah, this yeah, episode. They yeah, they them
1: out. Yeah, I was dunking Insane. on the poor Gora demon two episodes ago or whatever, and like little did I know. No, no, no. There's a reason we're being punished with the Gora demon. It's for the Renobago fight, and I would have been like, oh, yes. yeah, that's right. That's fine.
2: Um, I love that we continue. This should be something Kelly's pointing out because she loves like continuity and plot or whatever. But I love that we get this line from Anya where she says "creepy cartoon rabbit" because we know she doesn't like rabbits. That's yeah, very good. The nice man with the speech impediment. And of course she would. And shrimp, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I want to. I want to shout out. I mean, obviously the budget was on the horses and that was awesome, but there is. That shot of uh when they first revealed all the people walking oh, through yeah. the woods, and I was like, that's an incredibly convenient tree to put in your way, so that you don't know that that's literally all that there is. There's twenty people. Uh, but as a joke, it was like, Am I watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Game of Thrones? I mean, I couldn't tell in this the moment quality. how epic yeah. <laughs> the quality of their costumes <laughs> and the reality of what's going on. I mean, the tension was there for sure. Same tension. Winnebago, dragon, same thing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a great little bit of movie magic, man. When you can't afford mm. it, just put a big-ass train in the way.
0: Just put it Works
1: every time. About the terrible Sunnydale PD. Mm. Not only uh, are we lucky that they're terrible at their jobs because they can't find the bodies and investigate the murders of all these people wearing chainmail, but also they don't pull over the world's most pulloverable vehicle of all time. Not only is it falling apart, oh, but every single window is covered. And that, my friends, is illegal.
2: I think they probably know that's a vampire driving and they're like, don't yeah, feel like dying today. <laughs> that's <laughs> a <true> fact. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Anyway. fact. Station. <laughs> um, how do we know that killing Dawn would actually destroy the key? If it's existed as long as the beast has and it was some sort of amorphous energy, you would think that maybe killing Dawn would just sort of release the energy back out into the universe.
1: Yeah, so we get a line in the gift where there's just like the little prophecy of once the blood be- okay <sighs> so many plot holes <laughs> The monks didn't know. There was no part of this prophecy, if this prophecy is ever actually even detailed, where it says, and then the monks are going to make her human, and then we're going to do this, right? Because yeah. the thing that they read, the passage that lets them know that killing Dawn is an option and could stop this, it's, it's like, the blood will spill and the portal will remain open until the blood ceases to spill, something such as. Guess what? If it wasn't a fucking person, there would be no blood to spill, so that doesn't make any sense when you think about it for even one second. But... Uh, yeah, there's no reason. And actually, later, apparently, uh, it must be in season 10 or 11 or something, Dawn, uh, starts disappearing. I think that's in season 9 because the seed of wonder gets destroyed or whatever. All magic is gone. Dawn is magic. Dawn doesn't actually exist. So she starts to disappear. And apparently in season 10 or 11, she becomes the key again or the key power that she's had all along is accessed and she herself is able to open portals and shit. And so, like... I I don't know. Anyway, what were you saying? You didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> did you like it how I did that?
2: Yeah. Mhm. Daniel? Oh, it's good. Oh, sh- oh sh- baby. The light's <laughs> still outside. Okay. All dark. All dark. Dark. dark,
0: dark, dark. All dark, dark. Dark, soon.
2: Dark, soon.
0: Dark,
1: soon. dark. Soon. All dark. Soon. soon. All dark. Soon. Dark, soon it's coming
2: the signs are in alignment soon victory will be in our grasp all we need to do is seize the moment and squeeze until it bleeds
0: shout out to Terra in this episode poor tara um she almost straight up died by looking at horsies out the window and willow literally yep. saved her life she would have she would have absolutely yep. died um and I was really feeling for her, you know, it's kind of like at the end of the last episode, we, we didn't get enough time with it to really make it feel that deep. But God, when she was like freaking out on the um on the in the van, it was I mean, it was tough stuff. And then obviously in the gas station, too, I was good. I mean, I'm like, I'm, yeah, th- I'm sad about Tara. So.
1: I do have to say and I don't know if this is like super insensitive or what, but like Amber Benson plays this version of Tara way better than actual Tara. Damn. I like. It's just true. She's way more compelling. She's way less stiff. She, like, feels believable. And, again, it's, like, shocking because you go back to Tough Love and that was such a bad scene on the park bench. And it's like, so I don't think it's her acting ability. I really don't. I mean, I was convinced in that moment, but now it's, like, clearly she can convey something. She made you feel something. It felt she, – she feels real. That, that person feels kind of real. Whereas, like, the terror that we know – Outside of that, is like this really cardboard, very stiff figure. So I don't think it's Amber Benson. I don't know. I think she's getting like line reads from the producers and stuff, saying, "No, say it. Pretend like you're a fucking robot. Say it this way. Pretend like you're stoned out of your mind at all times. Say it this way." So like,
0: and it doesn't help that she's a new character every week, right? So yeah, it's like we have to do something new. So uh. um,
2: I really want to know what Buffy told Ben when she called him to be like, "Hey, my um." Kind of father figure, previous school librarian, current mentor that I can't talk about for a special secret job that I have, is um, stabbed through the abdomen and is currently bleeding out in the middle of an abandoned gas station slash motel in the middle of Joshua Tree. Um, I don't know how far away you are or if you're busy or working today, but like, I don't want him to die. And this is awkward, but I can't call the police. (laughs) Or an ambulance. So if you could, like, come and, like, bring some Band-Aids, like, that'd be great. <laughs> sorry we didn't go on a date.
0: <laughs> oh, you lost your job. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, can you please come uh, anyway with drugs? Thank you.
2: Yeah. What we do know is that she didn't say, and by the way, there is 40 knights standing outside who are going to stare at you as you come in to this abandoned. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. That is true.
0: I'm going to have to jump right onto to that because the 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 guy, Gregor, uh, totally great in this episode. But the one misstep for me was when he turned to ostensibly a doctor and was like, hey. Would you die for them? Because that is what your future holds if you align yourself with the Slayer and her misguided people.
1: It's my life and I'll do what I please with it. It's
0: not just your life. Unimaginable legions will perish, including everyone here.
1: You can stop this. You can save all their lives by ending one.
0: The little girl. The key. Destroy it, and the will of the beast will be broken. She will fade. A distant memory. And all of this madness will end do you want to get out of this situation that you seem to be fine with? Murder. There's a little girl over there. Why don't you go fucking kill her? And we'll all just leave. It'll be
2: fine. <laughs> and it's like, Ignore what? the Party City costume. Listen to my words.
0: <laughs> right, right. Like, utter insanity. I mean, and, and Ben just like... And that's the thing, too. Like, that oh, made me God. think exactly what you said, Station, which is like, you didn't tell him. Like, you think that Ben rides this hard that he'll show up At a LARP convention and feel comfortable, like, just walking inside through them.
2: But then he did. He was like, no big. Have you ever seen the full moon (laughs) ER on a Saturday?
0: (laughs) So maybe Buffy has a really good read of character. She just knew that Ben is a ride or die doctor guy. I don't know. (laughs) I guess. I fucking guess. You
2: would think, though, that if he got there, well, first of all, I feel like on the phone he should have been like, Is Dawn around? Totally. <laughs> and then Buffy would have been like, Why do you care about my little sister? That's and he'd be how- like, Bye, <laughs> click.
0: <laughs> I would assume Sorry, that. Sorry,
2: Giles. <laughs>
0: because he's the key that Dawn is around and that you're in trouble because of Dawn. I mean, Ben, that's negligent. I mean, this helps you, Kelly. Yeah. Ben, obviously not a great. Dude, because he be shouldn't be there. Dawn.
2: Or Buffy, <laughs> yeah. like
0: Buffy is connected to Dawn. You know that. uh that sucks. Yeah, That's a
1: liability, brah. <sighs> ah,
0: <sighs> stupid the Ben. Ben just
1: doesn't care. It doesn't he? Just, just doesn't care. If he did, he would kill himself. Sorry, that's true. Okay,
2: I mean that's dark and a big stretch. If I was Ben, I wouldn't kill myself. I'm going to say that.
1: Okay. Well, at least
2: take I your body to, like, person, fucking but...
1: Morocco. Go away. Go away from them. You could do that, you right? You could do that. Like we've discussed before, it would take Glory, you know, she could still come back, but it would take her a little while, yeah. at least. Come That's on, true. you could leave. He's just trying to live his life.
0: Could she run on water if you, if you got on a boat?
1: I don't know. In the
0: Arctic, like...
1: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. can <laughs> you she... imagine her just, like, power running past, like, a Caribbean cruise liner? <laughs> bunch <laughs> of drunk boomers are like what is that she'd have
0: to stop though and, and feed i guess and then continue on oh and then ben and then it becomes ben like halfway through and he fucking drowns i mean that i mean it's, <laughs> it's suicide i mean that is a, a really long way of suicide but
2: i have always wondered because it, it this might be like a false analogy but it kind of seems as though they have, like, the tiniest bit of co-consciousness. Like, Glory knows when she should, like, appear. And he's like, no, no, not right now, not right now. It's really important you would not be here. So, but it also feels like she's kind of like the Hulk. Like, she should be his protector, and she yeah. would want to be, because she doesn't want Ben to die, because then oh, she yeah. dies. You would think that, like, if he tried to kill himself, he would Hulk out and turn into Glory, and Glory would be like, what am I doing with this gun? And throw it behind her and, like, go put on some shoes or something. Or, like, when Giles actually kills Ben, that, you know... He would turn into glory and then smash Giles to pieces.
0: Totally. I think the lines are blurring. I think that that's the only thing I can read there is like he seems to have it under control and she's like, I just need to get big days coming. I need to be (laughs) out here all the time. I can't I can't have this shit going on anymore. So I'm going to fight like hell to get back out into the world. But yeah, I mean, but in but in general, I mean, if we believe that she's been there since he was born, then I'm sure that's definitely been something. Well, I mean, how? Again, she she didn't actually know it, right? Or she was imprisoned inside of him. I mean, th- there's a lot more questions I have about that. Because was she doing anything to keep Ben alive over these last 20 years? Who knows? We don't know. Who
1: knows? Who knows? Well, and also Ben seems to be under the impression that if the key, if she can't get the key, then she'll go, she'll disappear. Yeah, he thinks that that Glory will cease to exist if the key doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, which, if that is true, then Giles kills him for no reason. But we have no other, mm. no reason to believe that that is true, because Ben's the only one that thinks that. Mm. And I'm trying. To I re- would
0: think it's not true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he, ta- he brought up the drugs too, you know, and and that the the new minion lady who he's talking to Bronx. was intrigued by that. Was like, uh, oh, you want to put some drugs in? <laughs> Like, I mean, what What? drugs would you possibly do? You would definitely, like, die trying to find the right drug. But, like, that's an intriguing idea, I'm sure. I'm sure there might be a way to fucking, like, put her at bay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but probably not.
1: Uh, Just a rapid fire. Cool things that Buffy gets to say in this episode. Uh, Truck. One of my favorite things ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We stay, we die, aim for the horsies. What kind of guy would demand her life for something she has no control over? Uh, I'm done asking. That was just one. I'm done asking. Uh, We're all gonna make it. I'm not losing anyone. Just a lot of a lot of badass motherfucker Buffy moments in this episode. Because sometimes you got to.
2: Greg Gregorio Armani or whatever his name is, Captain (laughs) Forehead, General Forehead.
0: Yes. Um.
2: He said the key's power is absolute, and I'm just like absolute what? (laughs) Shit.
1: (laughs) All it does is open one door. I don't know. But it's a really cool door. <laughs> does a lot of cool stuff. Like, really scary stuff,
0: actually. That is what happens in Season 8, right? I mean, that's... All the demons start falling in from all the dimensions because the seat of magic's gone, right? Is that not the same thing?
1: Uh, that's more of they're collapsing the multiverse to create a completely blank space to build a oh. new Eden in. Versus this, where it's like all the worlds are folding into each other. So, and we'll see. they They do, like... Parts of a demon dimension show up in Sunnydale, that kind of stuff. So it's a little, a little bit different. Where is that the... what
0: happened to Angel in Angel's world, where Demon showed up, or that's the fall?
1: Yeah, that's the fall. Yeah, no, and not, I, and I think yeah, that is actually the end of the series is kind of that moment like right? they're gearing up for oh my god all the things are opening it is the kind right, of right now same we thing. fight yeah totally
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. but uh, it's probably not every door opening right it's yeah. just a door like the main stuff that they are dealing with yeah because it's just so different over in LA you know <laughs> yeah, it's the whole that's their universe this is ours it's fine
1: I mean it's like an hour and a half away man
0: uh, it's just so far If so I mean
1: honestly far. we wouldn't be making these jokes if we lived in England because we would practically treat that as another
0: continent that's true yeah Cornshire? Where's that? (laughs) Oh, it's only 15 miles from London. Oh, might as well be in (laughs) Exchequer. Who knows?
1: Uh, uh, Daniel?
0: All right, last one here. Uh, I saw something called the United Electric Supply Company Calendar inside of that Mm. gas station. Now, the gas station was pretty cool, obviously in Joshua Tree, outside of Joshua Tree. Mm -hmm. So they probably filmed this when they filmed the fucking uh, first scene when oh, I yep. I mean, for sure. Um, or actually, no, well, yeah, probably feel, well, that walk up was probably not even them. I mean, honestly, let's just be serious about this. They probably just did it on a soundstage, right? So, um, anyways, that calendar, I looked up the United electric supply company, not a real thing. Hmm. Um, but it looks like I had to zoom in enhance, which was, didn't really work that well, <laughs> but it looks like it's from Monterey, California. So that kind of checks out. Um, and I looked up all of the dates on it and based on the way that the calendar is ripped apart, the calendar is either from at, at the earliest 1995, which would have been six years before the events here, mm-hmm. 1989 or 1984. Hmm. Uh, and you could just keep going backwards in time. Uh, so I'm assuming sometime in the eighties, just cause it's still there. Although it's like plat board and stuff. I mean, it could be super old, but the last time the calendar looked like that Wednesday was the first of February. Was 1995, but again, that place looks way older than that. So it does.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the vintagey signs and stuff. You would think that it's been. I mean, honestly, this thing would have been ripped down for the age that it is. There's no reason why it should still be standing. Uh, But
0: no, it's like it's a set. I mean, almost.
1: We can't confirm though. Uh, Glory in this episode also very cool. I gotta say, I really dug the like hole punching through the force field because she was so like Mm. like the way that she was genuinely annoyed by it like fuck and then just punches it and goes through Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's incredible Uh, her the Gregor thing "Uh, hey look it's Gregor now it's not like awesome like all the things that I love about Glory it really manifested in this episode specifically because like she's scary like we've Mm -hmm. because we're Two episodes away from the end, right? It's like we really got to ratchet it up, and she does. She's like, "Oh, I saw that guy. He's dead now. I'm running a million miles an hour. I'm in your face. I'm unrelenting. I will kill you." And I it's can just punch like, through magic. I can punch through magic, guys. Like
0: <laughs> I killed everybody you were scared yeah. of a minute ago. Yeah, and that, dead. I mean,
1: definitely the highest body count of anybody in the yeah. season oh, for like, a yeah, so long time. Just like I do. Mm-hmm. I did wonder though
2: because she punches through the wall. The barrier or whatever she's carrying dawn right she leaves and then buffy smacks into the barrier and she stands there and you would think that at that moment glory is like power running away with dawn mm-hmm. buffy's standing there she looks she punches she can't get through she looks some more she turns around and then when they go back outside three seconds later they're all dead but like was she watching them glory kill all those nights because she wasn't reacting as if glory was going on a mass slaughter. Or did Glory like politely stand there and wait until Buffy left and then killed them all and left? I don't know. Or
0: was it like an EMP fucking like boom and it just like <laughs> smashed through everyone's <laughs> organs and Except for except for Dante, of course, who has to be like
1: the beast. Oh God, that dude. That dude. We didn't we didn't really pin him He, tried. he just tried so He was hard. terrible. He was terrible. <laughs> he does not talk like a person.
0: No, terrible. Well that's what I mean. They're not from this He's world. Fully, that's all I can assume.
1: Um Become his character. Yeah, he really
0: has. <laughs> yes, he really method has.
2: acting.
1: I thought. <laughs> I, love I, th- it. I thought she like method hit, larping. Ran back inside the building immediately.
2: No, I feel like there's like a like a 15 second moment where mm-hmm. she doesn't react. Like it seems like you'd see her eyes go wide and like like that before it like turn before she turns and runs back, but she's just like oh like frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> well apparently Gloria is killing everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean the Glory killing everyone, there that's another another like punch holes through because you either believe that it is some sort of blast that they're mm-hmm. almost shielded from, you know, like it didn't hit them because Buffy was behind the glass and then when it was over, mm-hmm. it was over. Or she like, I don't know, could just like with her mind be like bop pop, pop, all the Pop all their hearts, right? And just run. Mm. Like, but, but if she could do that, then why can't she just pop Dawn's heart, right? Yeah, like, I don't know what she... are we doing now? Why has that got to be physical? Like, just look at Buffy and kill her if that's what you just did to all these men. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she didn't hand to hand fight human. them. She didn't hand to hand fight them. She
1: absolutely did. Okay. okay. Well, there she was did.
0: no time for that. I it's can't weird to think that. about
2: her, like cradling Dawn in one arm and just like. It's horrible.
1: <laughs>
2: Dawn would be so scared.
0: <laughs> oh, I That's know. It's actually really funny. <laughs> I mean, I just see it, and I see oh it as CGI God. snakes. I mean, I can't, I can't not see like what they would try to do to convey that, and just like Buffy at this point couldn't convey that. It would be horrible.
1: Did anyone else notice how lurky Xander was in this episode? He's in the background of every scene in the gas station, and then quietly walking off screen.
0: Like every single didn't have
1: anything to do. No, absolutely they didn't. Oh, also irrelevant. I hope in the phone call to Ben, Buffy said we've all taken turns touching his wound, but it hasn't worked yet. Have you noticed that (laughs) everyone just goes over? Yeah. we didn't wash our hands. I hope that's not a problem. (laughs) So ridiculous. And they put him on a counter. Oh, also Xander had to boost up. Buffy through the Winnebago hole. Classic mm. season one, Xander, Buffy needs Xander help to get through a hole. Yeah. Every, like, what the fuck? Buffy can <laughs> jump over massive fences, but God forbid she jumped through a ceiling. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be like, what, seven feet? Come on. How could she possibly?
0: She didn't think of it either. It was them <laughs> thinking of it. Like, what are, she's so paralyzed in that moment. Like, what are oh, we yeah, doing?
1: Yeah. Spike yeah. is like, grip, literally you gripping a sword it. with his bare hands. And he's like, maybe go on the roof, Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Do, Do I love you Slayer! anymore still? I mean,
0: this is a huge moment where I lose respect for you. <laughs> Rethinking everything! <laughs> oh, jeez, okay.
1: Puck. Okay. Oh Man, God. quickly, it's time for a watch update. Gosh, damn it.
0: Xander Construction Outfit Watch. No, Maroon Jacket Watch. Not that I saw. Uh, Dawn's Piercing Screams. Was she. She didn't pierce scream, but did she even scream when she was whisked away by. By glory.
1: Uh, she did scream. She screamed when she was in that weird non-closet area getting, like, the, with the wall being broken in by the night. Oh, the stage, yeah, that's was what just she like, Get away from the wall! Yeah. <laughs> Why? Instead, her move was to just scream, puppy!
0: When the arrows were coming non- in, too, it's like, oh, no, just get down. No, 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 get in the center vehicle, because... Yeah. The, the arrows can't go that far. Come on, guys. Also, she's uh, like,
1: yeah, everybody get low because the sword's come again, and immediately almost gets stabbed in the head because she herself does not duck. Anyway, yeah.
0: So good. Uh, Chips Ahoy. Yes. I mean, obviously, we had the chip with the the fighting. We get the great Xander line. I just so funny when he's just like throwing migraines at him. Mm-hmm. I just found that so funny. Uh, Buffy has a personality. I would say, yeah, she is not partial to horsies. So she is not a horse girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once again, to Hoffman Watch, no. Terran Willow are on the pot again. We have agreed to uh, put this Moratorium. one aside. Yeah. Moratorium on this one. Um, Michael Wicket, Amy Gothwatch. Yeah, we got some fucking clerics up here doing some shit. Yeah. Uh, the minions are even doing stuff in their little hideout, which is so bizarre. So, yeah, there's like a lot of people outside of our main people doing magic. So, um, Books a Million. Yes, we reference the Book of Tarnis, and then we have books throughout that people are looking at streets ahead and uh I'm technically a no, but yes. Um no real names for where we're at. Yeah, unidentified but dirt road. We've reached the county line and we're on a dirt road next to a highway and some mountains. Cool. That's great. Uh biggest KO for Giles? Hell yeah. So this this <laughs> this one rivals and is the only one since season two that rivals Gwen Post bludgeoning. What do we think? Does is this one worse than the bludgeoning from Gwen Post? I, would I mean more so. blood.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did go to the hospital for the Gwen Post bludgeoning. So that's pretty good, And a head, too.
0: head injuries are quite yeah. fucked up. I mean, but yeah. obviously everybody touched his wound. So <laughs> this one also, that's another loss for, for another KO for, for Giles. I mean, come on. You really think that these kids should know better? And, and they're all coming over touching. And he's probably like, don't, no, stop. No. And they're like, Giles, we love you. Let me hold your hand. It's like, no, I'm telling you to please stop. <laughs>
2: please stop. Why doesn't Willow know any sort of like healing magic? That seems like a prime skill for her to have. Yeah.
0: She can summon yeah. the fucking devil, but she can't.
2: Because then we wouldn't have an excuse to bring Ben slash Glory into our secret lair. You're absolutely She <laughs> right. can
0: summon electricity, but she cannot <laughs> mend a wound. Like automatically. <laughs> like just zip it up. I
2: phone on to call an intern, but I cannot... Make a magic band aid.
1: I mean, Willow is effectively less helpful than super glue. Like, that would have been yeah. better in that situation to seal the motherfucker up. Like, come on, Willow. What are you doing?
0: It's bad. Yeah. Anyways, those are your watches.
1: Destroyer of the universe. Guess cutting school doesn't seem so bad now, huh? Giles almost dying in this episode really bummed me out for when he actually dies. Because. Oh, right. Wh- Buffy is so sad about Giles almost dying, and then when he dies in season eight, no one really cares. It's just, like, such a bummer.
2: God, spoiler.
1: I know. Hey, I say it at the top. I thought okay. when you said
2: that, I thought I was having a stroke. I'm like, Giles dies? sure
1: does, <laughs> and no one cares. I don't remember that. <laughs> Angel kills him. Yeah, oh. Twilight. Eh. Breaks Whatever. his neck.
2: That's terrible. I don't care. The comics don't count.
1: Okay. That's not true there, canon. Thank you, Daniel. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to break this sucker. God, it's hot in this tiny little sweaty room. Willow hackslash, we talked about the net slash something wicked this week comes. Oh hell yeah! Willow gets that barrier spell unlocked. We got the initial slow glory down spell, which seems like we should really just be using that all the time. But okay. Uh, and then think what oh yeah, and then I summon Telco for you, uh, turning the phone on. So. I gave her an 8. Giles level Giles, yeah, I gave him a 10 because, man, he got thrashed. Classic Giles stuff. I mean, this is the most extreme version of that. Uh, And he's proud of Buffy. And
0: the proud of Buffy. That was such a great line. I mean, all that was so good.
1: Yeah, which is why I'm like, God, how far are – like, that's why the comics feel really desperate for a reason. Like, if you think we're all separated by the end of the show, we are, like, strangers in the comics. It's, like, it's really sad. Uh, Monster of the Week. So, Knights of Byzantium, they are ridiculous LARPers, but I fucking love them. I'm so happy that this whole thing happened, because, like, what an amazing scene. Just suspend all logic and reason for 20 minutes and just enjoy the ride. Uh, I gave them an 8, because um, most of they just died. Yeah, They're really, really ineffective <laughs> bad guys. They sure did die. Uh, yeah, so fun level 10, effective villain level 0, for an average of 8. That's <laughs> how math works. Uh, relationship goodness or badness—it's really tense. Uh, I don't know if you know things are really tense right now. Uh, our our friends are not stoked that Buffy's taking charge, but then also disappointed when Buffy doesn't take charge, uh, and that's not great. And Spike's there. Spike Spike's doing good. People are like, I mean, Xander even lit a cigarette, so that's a positive. And and Buffy, even though she is like, I'm the boss, is still being really vulnerable with Don. Like they still are are solid. So I gave it a six. Things are tense, but at least we still have Dawn. Oh, just kidding. Dawn needs an adult. Yes, she does. She got kidnapped. She got kidnapped, guys.
0: This is the lowest. We let it
1: happen. We (laughs) let her get snatched. I gave that a one. Damn it. She needed an adult. And it just, (laughs) she got kidnapped instead. Uh, Episode specific. Buffy, you have to get up. We need you. 10 out of 10. That'll be more powerful next episode when she Does not get up for 45 minutes. Uh, I mean, 45 of our minutes. Day and a half of their minute. No, maybe it's like six hours. Who fucking knows? Anyway, 10 out of 10. That makes it. I didn't write the total. 43, I think. 43. (laughs) Uh, 8 of 10 for the season. Right above family and right below blood ties. Stacia, where did you rank this?
2: I put this at 39 out of 98. It is below Triangle and above Buffy versus Dracula.
1: That's a good spot. You know what? The, doing my rankings for this episode, I was like, "Oh my god, I really fucked up, and I really put Tough Love really high last week, guys." And I feel like you tried to talk mm-hmm, me out of it, death. and it was too late because you wouldn't let me change it, even though I said I could change it.
2: Can't change it. It's intense.
1: Yeah, it's way too high. It's too late. It's way too high. You're done. Anyway, where's a? Uh, so this is 39. Where's uh, Dark Age? Come on. You know what we're here for. It's
2: above Dark Age. Oh. Dark Age is right here.
1: Nice. 46. Okay. That's right. oh yeah because. We established that it's still like the middle. Dark yeah, Age is still the middle, pretty
2: much, right smack dab in the middle.
1: Nice. Yeah, we're almost at episode 100 because the gift is episode 100. So
2: yeah, yeah, we're at 98 right now.
1: Nice, nice. Daniel?
0: Yes. No, I mean this. Uh, my ranking, like I said at the top of the show, will not in any world reflect not only how fun this episode was to talk about, which usually marks, uh, usually marks a bad episode, but I, I love uh, this episode was really fun to watch. But I do stand by the same things, which is like plot holes are bad. Contrivance's are bad. I don't like those things. And also we didn't learn anything particularly earth shattering in this one. So it doesn't get to, I guess where I wanted to put this is that when I was looking at my numbers into the woods and shadow suck, we did not collectively like either one of those episodes, but those ones are in the nineties for me. And I'm going to put this one right underneath tough tough love because it's tough love part two so this is going to be tough love was 107 this is going to be 108 out of 137 i'm only doing it because with into the woods you know it's the end of riley with shadow it's the start of the downfall of joyce like there are reasons behind some of the madness of Mm. those episodes i don't like it but i have to account for the next two seasons of the show (laughs) And I want to, this would have been a a prime one that I I would have put too high because I I really liked this episode. And it was really, really fun to watch. But is that what my, is that what I'm doing? I don't know. Um, (laughs) And uh, you made a great point, Kelly, when you said, you know, they're wearing the same clothes. Like this is all a continuation. I I wouldn't have caught that. Uh, I mean, I guess I sort of would, right? Because we pick up right where we left off. But I think it's really cool that all of it's contained at the end. But I think her going to the, into the coma and then the gift are just like too – we just move on from this aspect of it very quickly. So I think I can put this lower and be okay with it. So that's what I'll do. 108.
1: Yeah, I I think that you had to do what you had to do. And as much as – from someone who jukes the stats constantly, I understand that sometimes I'm reading this because it was funny and sometimes it's I'm mad that it was funny. So I don't know. What are you going to do? You just got to fill out the bottom, man.
2: thought you were doing science.
1: No, I am. I absolutely am. But I'm just saying, if somebody were juking the stats, they could be empathetic to Daniel's position. Mm,
0: right. See. And you are empathetic yeah. as a scientist. You're open. You're open-minded. Yes, we understand. But you do science only. Yeah.
1: Yes, obviously. I have the numbers. Uh, okay. Well, spiral. In the books. Man, I can't believe. We're basically at a big, you know, two part finale classic situation. It's not a part one and part two, but it it really is. It's just like one big episode. Although the gift is does feel pretty self-contained. But anyway, uh only two episodes left. We can't get there without the obligatory station. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Sure don't. Daniel, do you have anything else to say about this episode? Uh Uh-uh. Well, I just shut down (laughs) (laughs) mentally. Uh, uh-huh. Please join us next time for the weight of the world. I hope it's as great as I remember it being. Until then, station, say goodbye. Goodbye, Daniel. Say goodbye.
0: Beat me, Pod. Her name is Beat me, Pod, and she's your god, you little scab, not mine.
1: You're goddamn right. See you for the weight of the world. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Well, she talks about them, dreams about them.
2: Are we there Hi. yet?
1: About all the time.
2: Isn't that what small, irritating children do? She's got to have them be
1: lost without.
2: Do we know where we're going? You yet? can
1: see it in her eyes. You already be
2: somewhere kept a slope. up and give up the wheel.
1: What hey,
2: Gramps, bloody step on it. What
1: is it with girls and
2: horses? She says, mm-hmm.
1: Now when I was a young girl. They were my whole world, they were my one safe place. Buffy! Buffy!
0: Buffy, you have to get up! We need you! Buffy, please!
1: Buffy!